In the first two Mishnayas of this chapter, we learned about things that people are forbidden to wear outside on Shabbos where there's no Erev because of a rabbinic decree, because of different rabbinic gzeris, because they were, the rabbis were afraid <clears throat> that people would take it off and show, or it looks like they're going to battle, different rabbinic decrees, and therefore both of the two Mishnayas that we learned until now in this chapter about men and women ended that both in both of those cases, they are not chayv chattis, they were not chayv carbon. they weren't, if they would, somebody would wear those things in public, they wouldn't be liable as sacrifice, because they're only rabbinic, and one only brings a carbon, one only brings a sacrifice, a chattis, a sin offering, if one goes against Shabbos from the Torah. Anissa deraisa, not just a rabbinic decree. So that was the previous two Mishnayas. Now we're going to go in the same pattern. Now we're going to have a Mishnah about women and then men. But now these are going to be Mishnayas that deal with things that if a person were to go out with on Shabbos in a place with that an Erev, they would be going against an actual deraisa, an Isser deraisa chalila, God forbid, profaning the Shabbos from the Torah. With these things, if a, if a woman in this Mishnah would go out with. Let's see the Mishnah inside. A woman may not go out with a needle that has an eye. <clears throat> as opposed to in the previous, uh, an earlier Mishnah, we learned there's such a thing as an, a needle without an eye, which is a needle that would be like a brooch, some kind of jewel, which is only rabbinic a problem because she might show it to her friends. But here it's talking about a needle that has an eye meaning that it's a needle that's used to sew. So if a woman would go out with that attached to her garment on Shabbos in a place with that an Eruv, she would be profaning the Shabbos from the Torah. Rahman al Now, the Gemara explains seemingly that's a little strange because she's not carrying it with her hand, it's attached to her garment. So why would that be considered doing a labor carrying from the Torah? And the answer is because it's talking about, the Gemara explains, a woman who obviously sews, she knows how to sew garments, the needle is a sewing needle, and she attaches it to her garment like a tailor that she knows how to sew very well. And obviously, therefore, it would be the same halacha with a, with a male tailor. It doesn't matter if it's a woman or a man. The point is that it's a person that attaches a needle to their garment in a way that in the language of the Gemara, it's the derech, it's the usual way to carry a needle. I mean, if you ever see tailors, that's how they carry their needles. They attach it to their garments. So that's literally the way that you're supposed to carry uh, needles. For a person that's not a tailor, that happens to have a needle stuck to their garment, and they go out on Shabbos in a place without an air of the not profaning from the Torah, they're not profaning Shabbos, it's only the it's from the rabbis, because it's kalachar yad, it's backhandedly. But in this case, a woman that goes with a needle attached to her garment, meaning that that's the usual way she would really carry a needle, therefore that would be considered profaning and carrying from the Torah. And the Mishnah continues, and also she can't go out with a signet ring, a tabasa ring that has... That has a chaysa means a signet. That means it's like a business ring, as opposed to a jewel ring, an ornament ring, 
which is an ornament, which is considered a garment. Over here, this is a ring that's used for business, and therefore that's mamish. This is a ring that's like used like for stamps and stuff, to like stamp documents, and therefore that's considered really carrying. Uh, if one were to go out with this on Shabbos, it's profaning from the Torah. It's really carrying completely. And she can't go out with a... A coolier is a cochlea brooch-shaped head ring thing. Some kind of snail-shaped ring worn on the head that... I don't know. The, and Rashi says most women don't wear this. I don't know why anyone would wear something like that, but it's considered a burden rather than an or, an ornament. Indeed, it, is, it sounds like a burden. But you know what? Jean Harlow would wear some, some pretty big hats too and Greta Garbo. Nor with a spice bundle. And not with a perfume flask. Why would a woman go out wearing a spice bundle or a perfume flask? The reason is because of body odor. Don't shoot the messenger. In those days, they didn't shower very often. And therefore, I guess the B.O. was pretty bad, and therefore she would have to go out with a spice bundle, a perfume flask, to make the, that she shouldn't smell so bad, but it's still considered a burden, and therefore, if any of these things, she would go out with on Shabbos, William Yotzef, she would go out with any of these things to public place, Chayeves Chatos, she would be obligated to bring a sacrifice, a sin offering, meaning that she would be obligated from the Torah, Diver Mayor. That's all, until now, is all the words of her mayor. But the Chachamim, but the sages agree with everything except they disagree with her mayor. The Chachamim disagree with the case of patron. They make say the woman would be exempt. It would not be forbidden from the Torah. They would say, patron, that your potter, in the spice bundle, a perfume flask, because, and the reason is, the Gemara explains, because they're really more like or- ornaments, like tachshitim, like adornments, because they're to be able to make her smell okay. So they're not really a bu- burden. They're just really considered like some kind of adornment that she should be able to be, the smell should be bearable. But, you know, thank God these days we have soap, even in pandemics, you know.